The following is an archive podcast presented by the Branson and Hudson Foundation for Podcast Recovery. This podcast is entitled Kotaku Presents Anxiety Live at PAX. This is the first and only episode of the podcast. Welcome to episode one. Hey, uh, everybody. Alabaster Percy here for Kotaku.com. I am very happy to be here at PAX. I am presenting the first episode of our new podcast, Anxiety. This is going to be live from PAX. We've got some great guests here, so let's go ahead and meet them. Uh, to my left, I have my good friend, Connor Cottonswab. Hey, Co- say hi, Connor. Hey, guys. And then to my right is my good friend, Calhoun Iverson. Say hi, Calhoun. Hi. <clears throat> hi, guys. Oh, it's a big sniffle there, Calhoun. Are you a little sick? Uh, no, the, a little bit under the weather? Uh, you look like... No, no, it's just mostly the air conditioning in here. It's kind of giving me a, a bit of a runny. It's yeah. cold. You it's kind of sick. Yeah, it's... Thank God you have that cardigan. It's it's yeah. it's above seventy four, and I get a runny if it's above that. And you got a cool. He's got a cool little pin on that cardigan. What is that, uh, Calhoun? What is that? Is that character? Oh, uh, yeah, that's actually uh, that's a the one of the little. Um, have you guys played Undertale? Of course you played Undertale. What am I? What am I? <laughs> Only about a thousand <laughs> yeah, times. I mean, oh, yeah, it's the little I jerk it's the little gender fluid skeleton that you can kiss later in the game. It, I for, I believe yeah. his name is. Uh, I can't. I can't remember his name. I, I buy so many things. Oh no! I buy so many things. I can't keep up with uh, all my I love collectibles. It yeah, it's a collectible right. that you can wear. It's it's perfect. It's like a Funko Pop you can take anywhere. I, what's really nice? It's really cool Etsy. next to that Steven Universe. Oh, thank you, right there. thank you. Yeah, it, it, it nestles right in there. It makes me. Um, it, I think it makes my chest look bigger. You know, like I look a little tougher, like a little more kind of filled out. Yeah, I mean, you're really you're really filling out that extra small. <laughs> <laughs> looks like an extra medium to me, but now, anyway. Connor Calhoun and I were all independent game developers. We make games. We work in media. We're veterans of the industry. We've been, you know, on the verge or, or in games for, for, for a good amount of time now. And this podcast is going to be a lot about talking about the lifestyle and the games we produce and indie gaming culture in general. Uh, Connor, maybe you'd like to start by telling um, the audience a little bit of what you've worked on. Uh, sure, uh, Alabaster. Thank you. My name's Connor Cotton Swab. I'm a writer for Polygon. Um, uh, as you said, I'm an indie game developer. Uh, I got wimp hair, and I communicate with women primarily through emojis. And uh, <laughs> I worked a lot of stuff in the past. You know, it's my passion, my hobby, and you know, since I was really young, I you know, I made it, even mods are very popular on all the all the websites and um some of my most recent games you there is a pod quest which is really fun is a really big hit you start a new podcast every week and then you abandon it for a new one with a more obscure and less interesting topic like making bread and stuff like that (laughs) uh, calhoun here helped me with it he helps me with a lot of my games um, some of the coding and the writing and the uh, the art design is really good and he knew he knew how to make those that bread in the game, just like really awful, and uh, <laughs> we we all all know what it is to make these podcasts that no one will listen to because no right. one cares about the stuff but us, and it's not right. interesting. There's just no for demographic our, for it's it. It's for us, but it's just for us, and it's something that you like to talk about, which we're going to talk about today, which is what we call self care, oh, revolutionary self care. So uh, that brings me to my other game, um, Anxiety Simulator. You know, you started it up. It's a and, wonderful uh, game. There's a VR version out now, which is really what I wanted to do originally oh. with it, was to make a VR version, really implement you in that and that feeling. Have people have an understanding of what it is to have severe anxiety. And, you know, you start up, you have to spend hours trying to get out of bed or right. trying to get the point. You get to the point of tears because your fat dog won't stop blocking the door. Or you have to try to not puke when the self-checkout yells at you to put an item in the bag and stuff like that. And that's the I, kind I really of related. I really related to that game of uh, when if you fall asleep with your blinds open, uh, you just straight can't get out of bed the, in the day because yeah. the lights are too bright that in the happens. room. And I really relate yeah. to that. And you're just like, this day's a waste, but I better try again tomorrow. It had really resonates with people in uh Al, uh, Calhoun, he had a lot of great ideas that he implemented and helped me with. I, I think a lot of people don't, um, you know, it. they don't, 
They don't know what it's like to have to bench press your bed sheet off of you in the morning. Um, it's, it's not easy. People think you know that, it, it, it's, um, that it's, it's so easy to get out of bed and do things. But for us, that, that bed sheet weighs, ten, it's it's, it weighs thousands of pounds. It's so hard to get off of you. It's not the same. Or when you got into the shower and the water was, you know, only 75 degrees and it was so cold it made you pass out and, and hit your head. it was and coming out of the faucet so fast that you have just a thousand tiny bruises all over your body every time you take a shower. Oh, yeah. My body is covered in just, you know, petechiae and these little burst blood vessels. And I think that's also just part even of some, yeah, even uh, congenital disease. I've no, you're, it's, even showering is, is a challenge, you know. Um, you get in there and the shower, the shower head, the water coming out is nice and warm. But the water that's backed up from your drain and soaking your feet is cold. It's not, it's not the same temperature. It makes you dissociate. It doesn't right. feel good. Well, even then, people have died from that, just the temperature it, difference. You that's how you get pneumonia. That. Right. And then when you go to, you know, do stuff, it takes a lot of courage just to muster up to brush your teeth. And when you finally do, right. you catch a sight of yourself in the mirror and you're so disgusted by what you see, you puke. And uh, I'd say when you have that level of even anxiety. Though you think, even though, you know, simultaneously think you're very cute and sad right now. And right. there's a lot of conflicting feelings. So that's a, that game would really capture a lot of stuff and it really resonated with people. It had about 650 downloads. And, uh, um, I, I think, think that's on, our more successful on, ones. It's on a Steam sale right now for fifty-four cents. Yeah, that's right. But normally it's about at, uh, normally it's about seventy-four ninety-nine. So we have a big sale on that. Um, <laughs> we made another game, uh, a little bit of a quick one, a little small one, but it was a lot of fun. Uh, spring, it's a Springfield visual novel. Oh, it's called Springfield. It's a visual novel, but uh, a Simpsons fan, super fan, has to come to terms with the show's racism and destroy all of their Bart Simpson dolls, and. Uh, Really, the climax is just burning your pile of Simpsons dolls and the uh, the voice boxes of the Homer dolls saying "do" over and over and over again is really creepy. And you know, and you know, there's that, kind of people a that point. are fans of Telltale games would really like this. Yeah, I mean, I think it's important to say that when you have like that level of like anxiety about something like that, you're watching the Simpson dolls burn, and I realized, oh my god, they've been yellow the whole time. And then I wondered, oh, is that racist? Am I racist? And just even thinking that the chance that I could possibly be racist, I immediately had to DM over 20 girls just to talk to them. Well, they're basically your therapists. The best therapists right. are online women. you got to DM them, text them, whatever you need to do. Whenever you're in trouble, you... You bother them, whatever they're doing. You ignore and any you, sort of stuff they're going through, and you just throw yourself out of them and say, I need you, help, and if you don't help me, I'm going to kill myself, and I'm going to tell right. them it's your fault. Or, this might be the last night for me. I love you guys. Goodbye. And then you'll get some girls that will just say, And then say, it's on hey. them. It's on them. They right, know that, so them. they have to go along with it. You know, they got to play but along that's, because... That's just they, the reality of depression. Literally everyone that has depression does that. <laughs> it's a disease. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, not everyone has depression. Not a lot of people have depression. It's mostly just a few, small few like us, and people right. don't understand. I it. mean, in in the few hundred in, people. in the world, there's two kinds of people. There's um, there's bricklayers, and there's people with depression. And there's a lot of bricklayers, but there's no there's there's <laughs> only a few. There's a very small group of us with depression, and the bricklayers need to know what it's like. Right. You know the. There's a lot of br bricklayers. That's why buildings are so tall. That's that's right. That exact. That's exactly right. Um, you know the. The thing about the the Simpsons game that really um, uh, the part that I helped contribute to was, and I think really um, you know was a moving period for me in that game was when you throw your um, Homer Simpson slippers where you you know you put your foot into Homer Simpson's uh, gaping mouth and you walk around your house and you throw those into a wood chipper and you watch you watch this uh, just this burst of cotton and fabric go and you watch Homer being swallowed by it and everything that you well, then a piece hit. A, then don't forget a little piece lands in your eye, and it's very, very disorientating. It hurts. A little piece of cotton. Oh, they, well, that's that's one of the side eye. quests. Is then you have to spend several weeks with a makeshift little patch over your eye because you you the idea of make calling and talking to someone on the phone to make an eye exam appointment is you know that's it's debilitating, debilitating right? even more so than losing an yeah. eye. Uh, well, I also had uh, another recent one that uh, Calhoun also helped me with. Um, and the game, basically, Carly Rae Jepsen is your girlfriend, and she's dying from cancer, and she <laughs> wants to cuddle with you one last time. 
and it's called The Perfect Life. And uh, something we liked <laughs> for about 14 months on. Um, yeah. We had the concept going for about four years before that. And it's, I think you it's, started the it's game sort of a dream was, project yeah, for us. Yeah, she was like 15 when you started the game. Yeah, right. She wasn't even making music, really. Um, I saw her at her school and when I was giving a little bit of a speech to students on game making. And right. They didn't ask you to come. You just thought, you know... I was just was, there hanging out, and we saw her. It, and you were really was, into the It Gets Better thing, where you were trying to, you know, talk to gay It kids. doesn't, but they don't need to hear right, that you know. at that age, because, you right. know... If I heard that at that age, I wouldn't be around anymore. And, right. Uh, well, seeing Carly, Carly Ray, who's, you know... Are you crying the, right now, dude? I'm not... Well, I could be. I I do it so often, it just comes it's okay to cry. Hey, it's okay He might to cry. have just allergy... He might just have an allergy to fluorescent lights. Is that what's going on? I, I normally... Like, when I work in the office, um, when, like, the cubicles, the, the lights in there are all fluorescent, and they're all so bright, and I, yeah, I wear sunglasses because I get headaches. Yeah. From bright lights and from strong smells. And You're wearing your yellow gunner I'll come in at 7 a.m. Right wearing my sunglasses. And I was like, why are you wearing sunglasses inside? Well, I get headaches, and they, they don't oh. understand it. I know you're allergic. That Baja Blast has about 1% juice in that, so you shouldn't drink that. I know you're allergic to juice. I'm a big fan of Baja Blast, so it's the Yeah, best. I know, but the juice is going to upset your stomach. But if you feel like that you need it right now, I support you. You have to take care of yourself. Well, I don't want to faint or anything. Uh, So that's something that... Those were and some of the some... recent projects. Um, we're always got something brewing and something stirring up, and we're always working on something. I mean, I'm also on my side. I make mods for a lot of games. I've done it since I was about ten years old. Um, you know, I make mods where I add a DSA chapter to every game I play. And uh, you know, my Stardew Valley Town had a lot of controversy uh, recently after uh, Shane did a Chinese voice and he was kicked out of the DSA. Yeah, and he also brought a gun to school. So I had to remove all the gums from the game, and uh, you know, I also I had a I had a birthday party in Gary's mod that was ruined because someone's character was vegan and I didn't know that. And there was eggs in the cake, and they killed oh, everyone God. in the game with the gravity gun. They just kept picking up chairs and cans <laughs> and launching them at our heads, exploding them, and it was kind of crazy because I Which I, is banned, their I thought right, I banned all weapons. Somehow they snuck it in. It's their right. And well, I don't know they're vegan. If I if I knew they're vegan, I, their character was vegan, I wouldn't have brought a, a cake with eggs in it. Which I don't know how they knew eggs were in it because you know. I think the only way ingredients went to the the only safe way to operate now is you just assume everyone's vegan and everyone's bisexual, and then you're just all your bases. And then you're are good covered. because we are. I'm not bisexual though. I don't. I mean, that's gay. Uh, but, yeah, that's weird. Uh, <laughs> uh, I say uh, I'm bi. Oh, uh, well, you know, but. that's enough about me. Why don't you, uh, uh, do you want to hear, uh, Calhoun or, uh... Yeah, Calhoun, why don't you tell us a little bit about your projects? Okay, um, uh, I got my start in the, uh, gaming world. I also was uh, a big, a big modder, um, in my formative years. Um, it's a great I, yeah, start. It's great, I, you know, I, it's like the world, the, the, the gaming world is your oyster. And if you want to add, you know, people like... Uh, if you want to add your favorite anime characters to a game, it's your choice to, or, you know, you can crush. sculpt it to whatever you, you want. It's it. your world. This is what, this is the world. You can download enough mods in The Sims to make if your you want to make exactly a right. Bart Simpson model for Warcraft 3 <laughs> and have him be the Blade Master, then you can do that. That's right. It's, uh, you know, the, the world. If you want to replace the, the strumpets in The Witcher with Bobby Hill, then it's <laughs> your, you know. <laughs> That's up to you, but <laughs> I um I only did one mod. Um, I spent a lot of time on it. Um, it took me the better part of a year. Did it all by myself, um, mm -hmm. and it wasn't received very well, which ended my um my no. my beginnings in modding. Um, it was basically I I uh, modded Fallout Three, but everybody was in wheelchairs, and uh, nobody nobody really seemed to like that very much. I, I got a lot of negative reviews on the on the Fallout Three next. I feel Nexus. like the world wasn't well, see, ready. See, that was all inclusive. I don't see what the problem is. With I, that one. It was, it, it was the world wasn't ready. I thought for that it. it. I thought that it was a good way to remove the stigma surrounding people that sit down twenty four hours a day. Well, it made it made really interesting gameplay. You know, you drop into old Olney and you see like three death claws coming, in, and they're just rolling their way towards you, so they're a little bit slower. <laughs> Where you see a, a a super mutant and he's got a giant four wheeler. That's cool. I, 
And the cool thing is you can mount the minigun right on the um Brotherhood of Steel? The steel is the wheelchair I, steel. That yeah, makes sense to well, me. Well, also people got mad at me for a bit of uh, plagiarism, quote-unquote plagiarism of intellectual property because some of the wheelchair wheel textures I stole from the rims from Need for Speed Underground and put those on that. So I had, uh, it was there was a little bit of like kind of, you know, Oh, you you know you you're ripping off somebody else's work, which wasn't my intention. It's just well, I mean, there was a lot of controversy. You haven't brought it, you haven't brought it up, but you made three dog white, which you said you didn't even do, but he was clearly white in your mod, and uh, you know, three dog was the DJ in Fallout Three, and he's clearly black in the vanilla game, but you made him white, and you said you didn't do it. You don't know how it happened, but you kept the cornrows, and he's in a wheelchair, but he's definitely I, white. I, I didn't mean to make him white, but he was kind of, he turned out to be kind of a, uh, you know, a Van Morrison-esque character, um, you know, just a very black Irishman uh, character, radio DJ, and I didn't think there was anything wrong with that. I thought that that was kind of breaking down the barriers between what are commonly perceived perceptions of, uh, you know, what it means to be a certain race. Well, you also had that point, you added that quest where you purposely poisoned dog meat, which I didn't get that either. Yeah. And, um, you know, all the super mutants were Puerto Rican, and that was questionable. I don't... They had so many that flags. Was, that, that, <laughs> that was... That was... Um, that was a... They were trying to sell you so many flags, and they cost so many That was a caps. conclusion that the community came to because they all had switchblades on them every time you would loot their bodies. It had... Look, look. Anyways, that's not... I don't want to... I don't want to dig up the painful past. Um, some of the games that I've actually worked on um, official games that I've worked on. Uh, my first game that I developed was Dog Pounder. Um, and Dog Pounder <laughs> was a uh, 2D... <laughs> Dog Pounder was a 2D platform that was... Uh, originally, I intended it as a children's game. Um, and it was kind of a fun game where you would sort of... you you Your main character worked at an animal shelter and you would kind of hop around between the different cages and, you know, put, put to sleep as many dogs as you could with a hammer. Uh, <laughs> As fast as you could. Um, you, you, the main character, his name was Taylor Psycho Lopez, and you uh, you kind of just went around and <laughs> the, the dogs were in pain. They were sick. Um, you know, it was it was teaching children about helping. You're helping, helping them. You know, things that aren't aren't feeling good. Um, you know. <laughs> and it was amazing too. I remember playing. Say goodnight that. was the main the main character. <laughs> right, ending their and pain. And you voice. You, you voiced all their lines. It's just say goodnight. I'm going to teach you the true meaning of pain. Uh, it was yeah, do you and, believe you know, in God? Um, yeah. yeah, and of course the the hammer, <laughs> the hammer had an ACOG scope attached to it. <laughs> there was a pistol grip on the hammer. We could get upgrades. Was... You could get upgrades. <laughs> you could get a Jaguar hood ornament for it. You could get. Uh, you could get a Ford logo for it. You could get uh, all kinds of stuff you can put on I that just, hammer. I just think it was, you know, an you interesting in choice poison. at the end where, you know, the at the end you have to run from the cops. Well, I, I that's also to teach children that there are um, consequences for your actions. And sometimes the things that you think are helping aren't actually helping. You know, you have to... That other people might not think the same way you do. So you have to learn to accept all perspectives, even ones that say it's not okay to beat dogs to death with hammers um you know it, it, it was uh it was it was meant to be a teaching game but unfortunately the uh esrb decided to give it a rating of m for mature and hardly any children played it but it it wound up being a really big hit with a very small demographic of adult men so it well that it kind of got overshadowed that year by harvey weinstein teaches typing but you know there's a lot of games that came out the year and you know uh, yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was underrated for sure. Dog Punter was. Underrated. It was. It was underrated, but it got me my start. Um, it got me my. You know, I kind of got a foot in the door. And my next game was um, Elf World, and Elf World was. That was the first game I actually had on Steam. It was an action. Awful. It awful. was an action adventure game with RPG elements, including crafting and skill progression. Everybody loves those, um, and I wanted to really focus on creating like realistic interactions between the player and the NPCs. Like for instance, you have to give women uh, like female NPCs gold in order to talk to them. And uh, if you consume a bunch of food items near them, they'll run away and go get the guards and have them attack you. Um, and it was, <laughs> a, the game was centered around a white passing elf named Lorenzo. And uh, it was the first early access game I published. So people were playing it as I was developing it and it got really good reviews. Um, people, people, 
people were saying that uh, it kind of subverted racial stereotypes and it kind of opened a dialogue on how we perceive people and how they're treated. Um, and a few, a few uh, gaming magazines picked it up and w I was getting some coverage. And um, unfortunately, I encountered a major issue while applying a patch to it. And um, I accidentally, there's orcs in the game that they're one, they're one of the races in the game. You can't play them, but they're NPCs. When I was applying a patch, I accidentally replaced all the um, orc NPC voice files with an MP3 of Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech, which would play <laughs> it in its entirety and then crash the game. <laughs> so, it could happen to anyone. I, I, it, was, it wasn't my fault. I had a mix-up in files, and, uh, but it, it resulted in an overwhelmingly negative response for the game-breaking bug, of course, but then it got perceived as... Um, as uh, being kind of a racist, I don't know, a racist thing for some reason. And the, uh, the game got pulled from Steam, and that, that's kind of when I got my first introductions to uh, SJ. I got, uh, never mind. I got my first introduction to uh, Steam culture. Yeah. Right. So no, we know. Yeah, certain people that like to make things hard for others for no reason. Um, I briefly... The next game I briefly worked on um, was the, mis the Misadventures of Mr. Yins. Um, this was basically an adventure game about a little pig from Cleveland, Ohio, and you had to complete puzzles, like getting the right paperwork to buy a disgusting shit heap of a truck. And um, you remember the game where you would uh, there would be like one object under three cups, and they'd move them around, and you'd have to guess what it is. Was this? Right. Did they have any? Was it any reference to the this Dr. Yins guy who's been in the in the news, or just coincidence? Um, Maybe, maybe. I, I think I might have. I, inspiration can come from anywhere. I think it was an original thought, but I don't know. Maybe it's possible. Um, one of the puzzles that I uh, made was instead of the three upside down cups, it was three upside down garbage cans that would rotate around on a, on a front lawn. And then you would have to <laughs> figure out which one had the uh, expired Halloween candy underneath. <laughs> and uh, you had to complete these puzzles in a certain amount of time or a, a giant boot would crush you from above um and you you could do things like Ooh. you could do little things like take pictures of the pants you were wearing and it would please the boot uh to keep you from getting killed um well if you unlocked enough stuff the boot would be a woman's boot and that was kind of yeah well because i think you know women should be get get the chance to crush the that little pig that that soft little pig um and anyways um long story short nobody wanted to publish this and uh Certain certain people in the community said it was weird and perverted, so I kind of shelved that for a while. Right. Um, so well, it's also you know, if you loot the um, properly put up hose, the pig actually disrobes. <laughs> where if you loot the tangled hose, the pig immediately dies. Yeah, yeah. The pig, the pig, um, the pig has a tummy ache and and perishes from it, um, which is something that I've nearly died from. Is a tum is a you know a, a hurdy in my tummy, so. That's kind of where I got that inspiration. Not, not. Right. Well, all of us, you know, we get stomach aches that nearly kill us every day. We're always sick. Always. I mean, I if the temperature is above seventy-four degrees and below seventy-two, either way, I I can't. I'm basically on death's doorstep. If the if the wrong amount of lights are on in my home, I just I'll just fucking puke all of my <laughs> shoes right there. If I forget to drink water. Then I have a disease called dehydration that can literally kill me. <laughs> it's super serious. And you get it a lot. I mean, we all love our Mountain Dew and our monsters, and you can get it easily from drinking all those. Right. It does make sense to me because we're drinking flu we're drinking fluids which should hydrate you. Right. Like fluid hydrates well, you. Well, I was looking for something to drink because my doctor says I need to drink more water. But water's boring, but water and I understand. Good. Right. So I was looking at it's the store, nasty. and when I was at the store, there was a thing called Water Enhancer, and I just stopped at water, oh. and it tasted sweet. So I just carry around one of those little things with me, and I squirt it in my mouth. <laughs> uh, what what flavor? Yeah, you don't need... You cut out the what, middle. What flavor, what flavor did you get? Um, or orange tangerine. Oh, that sounds great. That sounds, that sounds really good. Um... Yeah, I mean, I you know, it's like I think you should be able to drink anything. I mean, what the earth is 70% water and everything that's on the earth comes from the earth. So are and, our bodies. And everything everything should be 70% water. Are the earth. So what's the problem? 
Well, like my doctor will Mountain also Dew say seventy percent like, water. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> my doctor will say things like, you know, you need to drink more water. You're being stupid. Drink water. And I'm like, first of all, you can't talk to me like that. Like I didn't say that. Did he really use? But I was did he it. use ableist language like that? Stupid. Yes, he did. And he's like, you need to drink water or you're going to die. And first of all, I didn't say this because I was too scared, but drinking water isn't fun and it doesn't make me feel good. So it's like, yeah, I could drink water and maybe I'd be a little healthier, but would I be happy? No. No. Sometimes self-care is is about doing things that aren't good for you (laughs) because you never want to (laughs) feel slightly bad for even a second. Sorry. I'm sick too. Always. Self care <coughs> means never, ever, ever feeling bad for even a millisecond. I I do all the time, but I try not to. But also, I got my mom made me go to the doctor once, and he yelled at me about me what I drink, and he was taught, he said, "Oh, your pee is too dark, and it's viscous, and it's sludgy," and he said, "I need to drink more water." and he tried to say that I needed an IV, but I said no because I needles make me throw up. And then I said I didn't want to drink any water because it makes you throw up because it tastes bad because it doesn't have any taste. So I don't want to drink that. So I just keep. I put, sometimes I have to squeeze it out like a toothpaste <laughs> bottle when there's hardly any toothpaste left. And you have to roll it up and squeeze out the last, and you got to pinch out. That's how I have to pinch out my pee sometimes. I can't because it's just like a brown sludge, but it's like caramel. He, He's just being judgmental. I can't believe that your doctor would talk to you so rudely like that. My doctor said said that about my urine too. He said it looked like it looked like chicken stock with four packets of gelatin s- stirred into it. <laughs> and I could I like I why would you talk to me like that? Why would you, why isn't there a way that you could pause positively so you're telling me frame, I'm doing something can wrong? You positively frame that say your pee weighs more than most men adult men's pee. Doctors are supposed to support and help you, but they just criticize you and tell you you're dumb and stupid and you're no good and you're unhealthy and you need to change even though they should accept us for the way we are. And my my doctor said that hey, you know, your pee looks like the inside of a Milky Way bar. And I said, "Thank you." And he goes, "That's not a compliment." But I had already left by then. <laughs> when he saw that I was I had he gave, told me to give him a urine sample, and it was just a little sample bottle full of, you know, dozens of kidney stones, and he said this is bad <laughs> news. And I I can't tell you it's my fault. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I uh, he went out of his way to tell me that my urine sample smelled like a stray cat shelter, which I thought was very offensive. <laughs> <laughs> and, and also that I uh, that just in general I was gray and that I smelled like a snake aquarium and I didn't think that any of <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ask <laughs> my doctor said that my skin looked like Neo when they crack him out of the Matrix machine and I looked that if you pushed your thumb into me too hard you would immediately break my skin well also he was doing he was doing a physical on me and he saw the the fluid on the top of my head flowing because my soft spot never closed and he started poking it and I told him don't poke it too much because it opens it up sometimes and then my my yolk comes out or whatever it is <laughs> it's not my fault my my soft spot never closed and he's trying to poke it and that's like where all my brains are at and sometimes one time I slept the wrong way in the car and 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 I pressed too hard against the seat belt buckle thing up on the shoulder and it pressed down on my soft spot and it pressed it open a little bit and I had cerebral spinal fluid spilled all over my my Mass Effect hoodie and and you, you it know, stained wor- it. Worse than that when that happened you forgot one of the seven endings to near Automata. <laughs> well I didn't play that game anyway because the the main character was too sexually uh, depicted, and I couldn't finish it because I was too disgusted by that. Yeah, I couldn't finish it either. And also too turned yeah, on. I couldn't finish all seven endings either. I wasn't able to do it. I couldn't do it. Uh, Calhoun, did you have any other games you worked on? Um, I briefly, I briefly um, tried to delve into <clears throat> the world of VR. Um, I 
Oh yeah. I, I wanted to make a virtual reality game. Um, and I, I had played a lot of, um, this was when I was a bit younger and kind of more rowdy. Um, I played the, um, that boxing game. What was that boxing game that was on Xbox 360? Mike Tyson's. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. One of the, the, one of the newer ones, the ones where uh, you fight, fight, fight night, fight night where you could, I, I oh, used just to the just, names kind of freaked me yeah, out. I used to just set up you know, two controllers and have it be like a player versus player and I would just leave the other controller there. And then I would take Mike Tyson and I'd just beat the shit out of Muhammad Ali. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, um, well, I, I wanted to make... <laughs> Who's the king now? <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I wanted to make a game kind of... You draft dodging <laughs> son of a bitch? Cow, you coward. Take the pay... I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I um no it's it's okay it's okay you know you have to get those negative feelings out of your body or they'll make you um you, they'll make you phys- like physically kind of not f- well feel worse than you already do and we don't want that to happen um I yeah I I made a I wanted to make a VR game um where that that felt like that you were really that you were really uh, in it um you know but I, I I didn't want to do the same thing as like a normal boxing game and um, so I decided to make a game called Roberto Duran's Horse Puncher um, based on the famous boxer <laughs> Roberto Duran who knocked out a horse in one punch. Was that like a spiritual successor to Dog Pounder? That, uh, it was... Because I know it, it came later, kind of, but... Um, there, also, uh, there also were a few portions in there where... Um, th- a lot of animal There's abuse. a few side games in there, like uh, Home Run Derby mode, and there's also Ape mode where you can beat, you can beat oh, monkeys yeah, to death and, you and can kill use, them. You could use like... Oh, you can I use a quad. Them. You could unlock the quad and use a quad in the home run derby mode. So you hit a home run. You drive a quad around all the bases. <laughs> that, that was. I read an that article rocked. that said that 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 um, dog pounder is the most popular game ever made um, in prison. Really? Uh, the, well, that's like he, one of the few ones they can play. It's that and like Raymond Two on the <laughs> PS2, right? Which Anders Brevik was forced to play. The poor bastard. Inhumanely. Free yeah. Anders. Like, where is the hog on that one? Yeah, it's. Um, I, I didn't know that it was so popular. I'm glad it's giving those 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 uh, terrible men some um, joy in their lives before they're executed like dogs, like they should be. Uh, and <clears throat> sorry, sorry, I didn't. I didn't mean huh? to say that. Um, I think I. Th- I don't think people in prison are animals. <sighs> um, they deserve. They deserve to be treated humanely. Sorry. Unless they stole or looted something. <laughs> I didn't say that. I didn't say that. But I, I don't just... <clears throat> just well, saying. Just moving along. Uh, do you have any other games? Um, I have a secret I have a secret project I'm working on right now. It's a cyberpunk game. Um, I can't Ooh. really talk about it right now, but um, it's it's set very far in the future. And <laughs> oh. You okay? Is that a bit of a heave? Oh, oh there's puked. a little, there's a little blood there. No, I, we told you not to drink the Baja Blast. Oh, it's on my pants. It had too much it's juice so good, in though. it. You're allergic oh, to give juice. Give me a monster. Give me a, mon- Get a give monster. Give me that BFC. Monster doesn't have any juice. Doesn't make me sick. And there's too much water in that Baja Blast. It's seventy percent. Well, my doctor said I need water, but it doesn't taste good. It makes me puke. Well, don't do stuff that makes you unhappy. A happy person is a healthy person. That's right. My doctor said that half of my heart is failing, but I feel like my heart is so full that that's not possible. I my uh, my doctor one time put a um, one of those little things in your ear that lights up to so they can look in your ear, and my whole body lit up through my skin. And he turned the light <laughs> and he turned the lights off. That light that light hurts. It, it hurt. It hurt really bad. But he turned the lights off and called all the other staff in and said, "I looked like the I I was a fetus that could be put on top of the Christmas tree. Um, I was so bright." <laughs> uh, <laughs> he uh, and uh, yeah, they and then he pulled my pants down. And they all made fun of the every just kind of everything, the, and that was lit up too. Um, yeah, doctors are awful. So uh, I hate when the doctor takes the ophthalmoscope and lights up your your junk and with the lights off and illuminates. Them. <laughs> I hate like it. Like those like those glowworm dolls back in the day in the nineties <laughs> and eighties, or they light it. up. <laughs> I hate it when a doctor starts listening to my lungs and he says that all he hears is like a bunch of children playing recorders <laughs> when I breathe. Uh, my doctor told me that I have book lungs similar to those of a cockroach. And I, t- 
I uh, I I don't know why I don't I, I don't know why they're all so cruel like that. Well, my doctor told my me doctor I've never seen I, I've never seen said, anyone so skinny that doesn't have abs. <laughs> he says that for me, I breathe way too high pitched out of like my throat area, and he says I have croup, which I don't know what that means, but. I also got thrush a lot and all this other stuff. And I got a yeast infection from sitting down in my shower because I was sad. I got um, my doctor. I cry in my shower all the time because my mom won't see it. My doctor put um, his his coffee on the shelf that right right in the little area in, in between, like in my chest, on top of my belly, and let it sit there for the entire examination. It's not. I don't know why this was a test or my my. Uh... My doctor had me eat a bowl of cereal out of my bird chest. <laughs> he, my doctor took his stethoscope and he listened to my, my asshole. I don't know what that was about. Seems like doctors hate us more than is, girls do. Is, uh, is a medical wet willy uh, 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 something that they do? Because I got one of those. I got a lot of those. Well, my doctor, he he had he came in and he said, oh, this is... This is Michael. He's a resident working with me today, and he made him he made him give me an Indian burn. He said I needed it. That's <laughs> racist terminology. Connor, that's as well. it's it's that's it's, what that's what hurt the it's most. Native, it's Native American burn, please. I had the, I'm do- just the recording doc- him. The doctor uh, ran I a like test Apu. on me. I don't think it's racist, but where the doctor had me hold a, t- a bunch of textbooks in my hand and walk down the hallway, and then he came out. And said freshmen sucked and knocked all the books out of my hand. <laughs> and then he said, okay, we got to go do the upside down trash can test. Then they do the locker test. <laughs> they do what he called underwear integrity test. All this stuff. And I hate going to the doctor. Anyway, though. Uh, back to gaming, guys. Back to video games. Like, uh... I mean, you know, you have the the horse pounder or whatever it's called that game. And the, uh, you, I don't know. You bang horses. It, uh, I don't know what it was. What do you What do you do in, the, thinks, in, in your VR horse game? Well, I assume you attack the horses. Yeah, yeah. You basically just like punch and punch the horses to death and kill them. Um, there's also uh, the yeah. There's the mode where you can beat and kill monkeys. Um, it, it, oh, I hate them. Yeah, I, you can beat that. Maybe shoot them off the horse while they're riding. You, you can't. Uh, well, it was um, inspired partially, um, which also, if anybody wants to check out my GoFundMe, this is probably a good time to plug that. I have a GoFundMe going right now, um, and this game was kind of inspired by my um, recent DUI I got on, while I was on a horse. It's only two hundred uh, million. It's only it's it's just to cover my legal fees and also uh, anxiety and mental you know pain and anguish that resulted from it. Um, and all the treatments I'm going to need for that. But anyways, I had to I had to um, cancel the game because Roberto Duran's family threatened to sue me. I never really got permission to use his likeness or anything like that. So they well, who, how are you supposed to? Know? I thought it, I, he's dead, so I didn't think it was a big deal. I thought he, I thought it's fair right. game once you die. Use Napoleon's likeness. Is Napoleon's family going to sue he's you? The, he's the one that punched the horse. <laughs> it's his fault. Right. Also, everyone, I don't know, everyone thinks every game just have to be violent. But that's not true. You know, we make games that make you think. Right. We make games that make you experience them. That's why they're more powerful than any book or any movie or like any look song. At, look at... Games, um, games where you walk around a house for a few hours and you realize you're gay. Games where you, you have a crush on an animal or games it, where you're just games, pregnant. Stuff like games that. that. Games like... Stardew Valley, where you go to a town of 20 people, and everyone's bisexual. That's how it... I don't know. I mean, games games that, um, you know, teach you that the, the Irish were the first the first slaves. But you couldn't date uh, one of the animals or something in it, which sucks, because in, like, Animal Crossing, you can let... You know, the animals flirt with you, and you can, you know, invite them over. And then pow- and pound them. And kill them. When they let their guard down. No. Okay, sorry. Then they, huh? I don't... What? So, I mean, you guys are, are, are more into the well, industry than I am. We do a, we do a, a, a Twitch political D&D stream where we incorporated like, all the political parties and characters and in it. Um, 
And we do that weekly, and it's going pretty. It's well. going well. I I don't think I don't think currently that um, things are going well in the industry, though, which is something I've wanted to address for a while. I don't. Right. I think that kind of the um, there's a. Uh, I I've been I've been sort of blacklisted from a lot of a lot of um, production companies. I, I haven't really no developers really want to bring me on board. Um, I, I think it has a lot to do with the way that everybody thinks the same way. Um, right. I, and what do you mean? Loot boxes and all that. I mean, a lot of people I think are are in the right mind in the gamer side, and you know, people like Zoe Quinn and that stuff. Well, Questioning things like, you know, is Bowser Trump? Is Peach uh, Peach Ivanka, or or is she Hillary, or I, maybe Mario's James Comey? I I wish that questions people are asking that are is important. It racist to say Yoshi is Obama. <laughs> I well like. I I've gotten very political this year. I started doing twenty push-ups a week so I can punch Nazis. <laughs> you know, you know. I I kind of just you know a lot of stuff and I've only made one game. And I it posted was, a picture of myself flexing. It looked like a little tiny golf ball under my skin on my bicep, and everyone was like, "Whoa, getting ripped!" And I was feeling pretty good about myself for once in my life. That's cool. I mean. I, I will say that posting a thousand selfies a day and saying feeling cute right now. The one game that I've made, and I just I kind of wanted to talk about this a little bit as well. The first game I made based off my web comic, Water Drinker. It uh, the game's called Water Drinker. Really and good game. Is the mobile version out now? Um, no. Kind I mean, of some I bugs in it. I know you have to. Make an account, I'm, but you have like microtransactions. It's ready to it, go, cool. but I just haven't felt up for it. You know, I haven't hit that publish yeah. button. I've yeah, having a lot of things. But Water Drinker is about a game, and you remind yourself to drink water. Uh, you tap X to drink water, and it's a narrative involving you know a small studio apartment in uh, Brooklyn, which is spelled B K L Y N. And, you know, there's a lot of storytelling elements about it. Because, like, all good games, it's not really about drinking water. But you that's what you do. You drink water. There's an elderly woman next door who will knock on your door. Um, you're There's a political climate, almost like papers, please. And you're in a, a Brooklyn with a harsh fascist government. Ring a bell. Wow. And yeah. the thing about it is that people will come to your door... Uh, the lights will come on, the lights will come off, things like that will happen, and you hit X to dream, drink water, and if you leave your bed or get out of bed, you immediately lose the game. <laughs> uh, you know, I worked on that for about five years, you know, based based on my webcomic, but, you know. Um, is it, is it... You want to talk a bit it, about your webcomic? I did all the pixel art is myself. It, is it, um, I have a question, is it tap water or bottled water? The game never says, which I don't think it should, and it's up to you to decide. There's a I large like that jug if people of water. knew either or, it might give them anxiety. I think I... If they knew what where it came from. You know, if it's bottled water, you might look a little bourgeoisie. And if it's tap well, water... Well, bottled gives you cancer. Yeah. Tap water gives you cancer, I got, too. I got gout so. from, from um, drinking tap water once. My, do my doctor said it was from... My diet, but I don't think I think it was because I drank tap water uh, one time, and I, I I have gout in my my foot. Well, you also you'd go into the dog shelter and you drink all the water out of their bowls before they could get to it, and you said that it was for research for your game, but I don't I don't I don't think that the dogs' feet all looked and and smelled and tasted fine. I don't think it had anything to do with I don't think it had anything to do with the dogs or the water they were consuming. I think that was. It's definitely that they give dog dogs aren't affected by that. They don't have dogs don't have anxiety. They don't have they right. don't get depressed. They don't have they're too stupid. They're too, they're, they want pain. They're not having all the problems of anxiety and depression is the mark of a, a mentally. They have heartworm, not brainworms. <laughs> you know, like I was us. I was thinking of actually making the next game. I think I'm going to work on is going to be about therapy dogs, and it's going to be about. Uh, a kid who wants to be a school shooter, and instead, the school nurse lets him beat up on some therapy dogs. <laughs> well, that reminds me of like school shooters. Uh, like Calhoun and I, we made a mod for Modern Warfare Two during the No Russia, No Russian uh, level, where you gun down people in an airport. We did a thing where we were just uh, uh, shooting them with. 
water guns because you need to drink water. Oh, you're saving yeah. them. Yeah. They're still running, but they're like, oh, it's so cold, but we're still hydrated. Yeah, that, what was that? Co- what was that co-op game? And they that say came out? instead of saying no Russian, they say remember no anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> what what co-op game? What was that? It was the co-op game. Oh, what was that called? Where it was two guys' names. Kane and Lynch. Uh yeah, Kane and Lynch. I remember you made that great mod where it was instead of Kane and Lynch, it was uh, Dylan and Eric. <laughs> well, that was a long time ago. I don't do that kind of stuff anymore. It's I don't know. It's I mean, kind of. I mean, kind of in a, like a tussle. I mean, I. Well, no, we I've can had just kind of move recently. along. I I I wrote a. I wrote a forty thousand word article. It's okay. We can for Polygon kind of... on why right. the Nancy Drew games are problematic. And and, but and you've been working it, for Polygon for a while. I'm a writer at Kotaku. I remember as well. I wrote this forty thousand article about the Nancy Drew games, and it didn't get published because some the same week I got accused of being a, a, a sex creep because some bitch was jealous I liked some other girl's selfie. I'm sure of it, even though I had been leading her on and hitting on her for weeks and. You know, just like, fuck this. Like, I'm fucking sick of this. I'm sick of... Is it illegal to have feelings? Is it is it, is it wrong? Right. Yeah. Oh, is it, do, you it, want me to talk to you, so I talk to you, and then they get fucking mad because you, you talk like to them? You act like if I send you, you a direct slut? message, it you hurts you. You want me to talk to you, you want me to like, DM you, so I do it, if I send and a you're fucking message. hitting on me and, and liking all my posts. And if I send you a direct message, and, you can just ignore and it. And you need to just fucking grow up. And that fucking report me to the cops of online or wherever it is, or my bosses, so I get fucking fired almost, and or I get fucking like uh, two weeks paid leave, right. that kind of thing. It's not even paid. They're just like, all right, you need to take a break, go offline for like a week, maybe deactivate. And then for a just week, come, then back come back like nothing happened. And then come back like nothing happened, which is fine. It's it's working out for me. But also like you're fucking, like you're fucking bitch for doing that. Like fucking spit on you, you fucking scum to me. And I'm sick of this shit. Violent games fucking rule. All this parody fucking gay shit. I'm not doing it anymore. Right. We're going to talk about the games that Calvin's been making, like his game Ben Quest, which is fucking awesome. Look, I, it's, not, it's not wrong to have feelings. It's not wrong to want companionship. Um, also, also we got a lot of stuff in the works. Drew, um, the, the title of the game, Return to Blue Moon Canyon, is triggering for alcoholics because it mentions Blue Moon. Um, and it's not it's not wrong to tell Brianna... My favorite beer. It's not it's not wrong to tell Brianna Wu that you're gonna play her ribcage like a xylophone. Um, it's not. There's nothing. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with with talking to women and expressing yourself and letting them know how you feel about them. That it's it's not. It's time for certain it's people okay to, to stop. To go onto their curious cat when I'm shit faced and but threaten them. It's also and say, the- I bet you fuck your boyfriend. All right. <laughs> I bet. A lot of people just don't even know of the indie game developer lifestyle. Like, there's a lot of, you know, things that we deal with that other people don't have to. So I feel like almost because we have depression, because we have anxiety, we can't be judged the same way you would judge, you know, a Bill Cla- a Bill Cosby or, you know... Yeah, so we make mistakes, but that's because I have depression, okay? Right. <laughs> it's not my fault. Well, let me, let me run down... And here. I'm going to keep... Let me run down this real quick well, because I, I I have a, I have a thing and I just want the people to know this. Okay. I, I just track the the daily schedule of an indie game developer, and I want you guys to weigh in and tell me how how similar this is to you because I feel like a lot of people just don't know. A lot of people want to break into the industry and stuff like that, but they just don't know how it goes. All right. I wake up at around one p.m. At about one fifteen, I post about how it's okay to woke, wake up at one because I have depression. And then at 1.30, even though I have about $45 in my bank account, I order a $40 pizza. And then I start stressing out about money, and at about 1.45, I write a blog post about how America doesn't value creative work and that I deserve to be compensated for my passion. I write about how exposure isn't good enough compensation, even though I'm not really getting any exposure. And I assume everyone has expendable income to play a video game that I'm making that's about polyamorous autonomous mech suits that are in high school together. (laughs) Around 2 o'clock, I boot up my video game making program, MS Paint. And at about 2.01, I masturbate to the results of the Tumblr search, The Incredibles 2. 
At about 2.30, I check the notes on the blog post. There aren't any. And at around 3 o'clock, I'll post about Wario online with about a thousand other weirdos. Subconsciously identifying with him physically, but maybe lacking his confidence. Wondering out loud if Wario has a girlfriend, because maybe, just maybe, if Wario has one, I might one day as well. Around 4 o'clock, I masturbate to the results of Tumblr search, adult Maggie Simpson marrying adult Steven Universe, but only if they are still 18. (laughs) At around 4.30, I start imagining an elaborate fan fiction webcomic about adult Maggie Simpson and adult Steven Universe getting married and moving into a studio apartment together. And Maggie proposes making it an open relationship and Steven Universe is uncomfortable about it. But characters from 100 games and TV shows appear to call Steven Universe a racist for this thought. (laughs) (laughs) At around 7.30, I realized that I thought about that for about three hours and fell asleep somewhere in the middle. And now I post on Twitter, my depression hurts, hoping that girl asks me if I'm okay. At 8 o'clock, I start working on my video game. But I get distracted and I start doing pixel art for adult Maggie Simpson, and she has ear gauges and green hair. Around 8.30, I imagine my father seeing it and getting mad at ear gauges on Maggie Simpson, and I imagine myself thinking about what I would say but saying nothing. And then at 8.31, I tweet, Oh, I'm sick of this shit. There's nothing stupid about ear gauges. And when somebody asks me who said they're stupid, I say, Oh, it's not important. <laughs> Just something I heard. Gauges, I'm sorry. <laughs> Saying it wrong. It's you don't have to do this. They're called plugs, actually. Gauges are the size. You got that wrong too. I don't know. They're all plugs. At nine o'clock, I have a forty-five minute discussion. I think they're hot. At nine o'clock, I have a forty-five minute discussion about how to pronounce ear gauges. At nine (laughs) forty-five, I consider doing chores, but then I don't. At 10.30, I masturbate to the idea of adult Maggie Simpson lecturing me about not beating myself up too much, but I keep going soft because I imagine my dad yelling at me. At around 11.30, I finish the last of the room temperature pizza I've been eating all day, and 12.15, I imagine discussions I will have with my therapist in a week, and then imagine my therapist going out and having fun and calling me gay behind my back. At 12.45, I write an essay saying virgins who have never had girlfriends can still be poly. And at 1.30, I fall asleep to Dorito-sponsored ASMR. That's typically one day in the life of a game dev. It's not easy. It's not easy. It's not easy. It's not easy. And, you know, the majority of my time has worked on my web comics, uh, self-care, saying that you're special and important, stuff like that. But the new indie game developer lifestyle I've started has, you know, taken its toll on me. Yeah. It's my. That's about. That's that's about that's what wh- mine is like. Except my foot hurts from the gout that I got from drinking tap water. Um, that's <laughs> from dogs' dishes. It's, that didn't. That wasn't what it. That's not what it. I. You know. I, I wish you were a dog I, right now. We need. I, I don't know. I think like what we need. What we need to be more like Calhoun. Like he's fucking fed up. He's he's moved over and you know there's people like fuck. Well, I can't. Fuck, I, fucking that. Fuck them. Like we, we got games coming. We got okay. We're all right. Some just a few ideas we've had lately. Sorry, but this is this is who we are. I just fucking I make Vietnam most of 2018 my... door gunner. <laughs> he plays a door gunner as a Huey gunship circles Coachella, <laughs> making loops and laps around it, gunning them all down. Uh, cop destroyer. Cop Destroyer 2, Back in Blue, and Black in Blue. Uh, Horse Sniper 2018, fuck them up, blow them up. Fucking all kinds of angles, just like uh, Sniper Elite, you see like the x-rays and shit, fucking cool. Equestrian Marines expansion for The Sims 4, come home, you got PTSD, alcoholism, you beat your dog. IDS Tycoon. Ghost Recon Wildlands mod where you hunt Zoe Quinn. (laughs) Orcs versus ISIS. I'd like to see that on paper. Uh, pedophile trader. You gonna freak out about that too? <laughs> Fuck everyone. I'm sick of this SJW I bullshit. I just I, I make 
nearly all my money by getting Venmoed five dollars for my web comics that have <laughs> well, the tag at the bottom. You're living off your self care shit. It works. So just keep it going. That's a good. That's a good hustle. But I, I'm just sick of this. I got the Charmin. This one. Here, let me show you this one shit. here. It's the it's the Charmin bear. Charmin bear in bed. And he's holding his stomach, and he is imagining his father telling him he's worthless in this thought bubble. And in the next thought bubble, he makes that thought bubble go away by ordering twenty four dollars. Uh, worth of McDoubles on Uber Eats, <laughs> and then at the bottom, at the bottom says, D- uh, "Don't feel bad." <laughs> and then I got this one. It's the Pillsbury Doughboy, and he gets poked, and he starts crying. And it says on one side, "It's okay to feel bad," and on the other side, it says, "Never touch a boy." <laughs> and this is a three-panel one. It says. Uh, the first panel says, I want to be social. And the next one says, I don't want to be social. And the last one says, only I feel like this. <laughs> it's true. I got a cute... That's a good racket. A cute cartoon fox, and he's drinking a beer. And he is saying, I am enjoying a beer. And then a doctor tells him to be responsible. And then there's no more drawings. And it's just words on the page. Do not tell me what to do. If I have to drink 12 beers to feel okay, then I will. It's not my fault. I have depression and no health insurance. And, you know, that's my most famous one is like 10,000 retweets. What are people going to do about it? I mean, like, we're all, this is all happening to us. It's the same pathology. All I these know. gamers, these big streamers, even, who have successful lives, millions of dollars, millions of viewers and subscribers and money, and they still can't help but say the N word because this is inevitable. Look, I don't want to be gonna end up like this. There's nothing you can do about it because you made us this way. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to call anyone out specifically, but, um, Basically, uh, I, I I said something that got me in a lot of trouble, and and I'm still harboring a lot of resentment when I told the N word. Which one? <clears throat> I don't want to talk about that right now. Um, I told Brianna Wu that she was all the Vietnamese people in the Russian roulette scene of the Deer Hunter, but this was before I knew she actually wasn't an Asian, <laughs> and her husband was Asian. <laughs> <laughs> and then I wish I could play Russian roulette with her with every bullet loaded in the chamber. Um, and I don't think that my, I don't think that my career should, I don't think that my career should be impacted because of that. People make mistakes. People do things that don't that shouldn't have to affect them for the rest of their lives. It's not a mistake if it was intentional. <clears throat> I, it was I. It was a mistake because I didn't know she was. It's not a bomb threat. It's a bomb I, promise. I didn't know she was Asian, so it was a mistake. Or she's not Asian, so it was a mistake. Is she Asian? No, she's, she's stealing not. Asian valor. Yeah, she's she is. I don't know. If she was Asian. She's a the the correct term is Asian adjective. She's Asian by marriage. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's Asian passing. Okay. Well, I I don't, I don't know where we. Uh, we got a lot of uh, we got a bunch of events to do today, and you know we got to deal with those retards from. Hey, uh, sorry. That's the that's that's we gotta the, go to the pe- we got to be on the telltale that's the panel. Of the R words. And... <laughs> <laughs> Can you specify which ones? Can you say them? Oh no, I I, I can't. Yeah, because you're a pussy. Not, not on. Not on. Okay. That's the N word of the just... P words. Stop. Stop it. But don't stop. Anyway, it, I, I uh, this comic here it says just because you have diabetes Sorry, I've been does these not like, mean alcoholic beers they've had. Just because you beers. have diabetes doesn't mean you should you have to stop eating cookies. <laughs> life life is about never feeling bad ever, even for a slight moment, and nothing else matters. Pain is not something that is guaranteed to us, but a choice we make. Life is a bouncy castle of pleasure, and there is no reason to ever get stronger. And there's a cartoon turtle, and he's saying that, and he's got big wet eyes, and he's talking to a lady turtle with big eyelashes, and she kisses him on the cheek. And then there's <laughs> my Venmo. There's a my Venmo at the bottom. Can't that just be the way it should be? God if damn you it! Ever feel bad? That's because you chose to. And if you want to eat a whole, or you didn't chose to, it's not your fault. Because, well, fuck, I don't know. I don't know. I keep forgetting. It is whatever I want it to be, so fuck you and suck my dick. <laughs> but basically, if I feel bad, uh, instead of blaming myself, I say it's someone else's fault. But then I post a cartoon that says, hey, you should feel good all the time so you don't feel bad. And I never think maybe if you feel bad, there's stuff you could do to not feel bad. You should just choose not to feel that way. 
It makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. I have to drink 12 beers a night because I can't afford Zoloft because <laughs> Obamacare took my Zoloft away. It has, nothing, yeah, well, it has nothing to do with me aging out of my parents' health insurance. This is Bras Obama. It's capitalism has capitalism has deemed it unimportant that uh, it's not it's not um, it's not of a priority to make sure that you know a, a man in his late thirties is still under his health his parents' health insurance. That's it's late capitalism right. has done this. Yeah, I'm so glad it's that the, black guy decided that we don't deserve this shit. Late, but his black people do. Late stage capitalism is, uh, you know, it is what it is. I don't, I don't know, know what I it is, but online. it is what it is. Uh, anyway, I was thinking of making like a Stardew Valley mod where instead of farming, <laughs> instead of farming, you're making a zine. <laughs> but then I got really because they're really effective. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people don't give enough credit to zines, but zines have literally changed the world. A zine is short for magazine. <laughs> No, it's not. <laughs> I think I'm he's pretty right. Sh- pretty sure it's short for magazine. Well, we got a bunch of interviews to do, and I'm not looking forward to it. So, yeah, let's wrap up it. Let wrap it up here. Um, we're all at PAX. I think we're gonna have to walk into the Telltale Ga- Games tent, which you know that place is a 24/7. Coke well, that and chick fuck with fest. the fucked up, the fucked up bangs and the red hair. Is like super into me, so I'm gonna go hang out with her. So don't you right. fucking come near me when I'm over by her. But we're gonna go find go some together. girls cosplaying. Hope she believes and in God. We're gonna we're gonna flash our press passes at her and show her our uh, verified check marks on our Twitter username. And then we're probably just gonna try to whip our uh, translucent little penises out later. <laughs> Hopefully. So this has well, been Kotaku hey, Presents. Thanks for having us on Angs- Anxiety Indie. Live at PAX. Yeah. My name right. is Alabaster Percy. I My have name... been pleasure to yeah. be joined by right, Connor Cottonswap and Cal Hoon Iverson. Say goodnight, fellas. All right. Uh, well, it's not nighttime. It's like, whatever. Good night. I told you not to say the word, the in one. <laughs>